Well, I sure hope that you were grooving to that amazing song. That song is called Rebel Culture by Rubik's. Absolutely phenomenal original hit just for this podcast, The Brave Podcast. And I just want to shout out my friend Ryan DeGuzman, Rubik's phenomenal song. Gets me going every time. I hope it gets you going too. Well, this month in October is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want to take some time on the podcast to really dive into some keys, some tips, some mental health and wellness tools that go beyond just strategies. Because I don't know about you, but I'm so done with hearing self-care strategies being bubble baths, or I just need to breathe, or I just need to meditate or do yoga. There's so much more to it, to our mental well-being. And I want to dive underneath. I want to get a little deeper. I want to go further. And so if you're willing to go on this journey with me, these are going to be very short podcasts. Of course, you know by now that all of my podcasts are short, so you can listen to it on your commute. And by the time you get to work, you, you're finished. This doesn't go on for hours. And so I'm looking forward to just diving in. And so the first thing is, is I want to just chat about this whole idea of joy. You know, a lot of us don't experience joy and fun in our day our adult lives have become so serious. We've become so strategy oriented. It's like, I have a problem. Well, give me a solution. Give me a tool. Give me a strategy. And sometimes we forget to just have a human experience. And sometimes the bravery of our lives isn't activated because we're so robotic about life. We're on autopilot. And then we think, well, I just need to read a quick blog, or I just need to listen to a a quick podcast, or somebody just needs to give me something to get over this hump instead of embracing our human experience, which has all kinds of emotions to it. And joy is something that we can cultivate. You know, sometimes what I'll do, and if you follow me on Instagram, you see, you actually physically see me do this, but I will, I will put on music and I will jam. And, and that gives me joy. Think about the things that give you joy and do more of those things. Now, that doesn't mean that we can skip work. It doesn't mean that we can leave our families. It doesn't mean that we can just go off to Hawaii. But what it does mean is that certain moments of the day, I can think about the things that give me joy and I can do them. It's really that simple. I can put on music that inspires me. I can go for a walk. I can go and get an ice cream. I can do the things that I find joyful. And so what makes you feel joyful. Another great question is what moves your soul? You know, my favorite book on depression is Lost Connections by Johan Hari. And in this book, he talks about depression being the result of a disconnection with meaningful work, with purpose, with feeling like our lives mean something and that we matter. This is so crucial. What moves your soul? What gets you up in the morning? Too many of us have given up the dreams and the aspirations of our life. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to go and be a ballerina or I'm going to go and join the circus like I thought would be so fun when I was five. No, what it means is that I'm stepping into things every day that let my soul come alive. Again, rebelling against the autopilot of adulthood 
that says that everything has to be so structured, so routine, so by the book. You know, we've become so perfectionist driven. We've become so overscheduled that we're constantly running here and there, doing this and that, and thinking that our lives are successful and productive when really we're missing the slow, beautiful moments that just fill our soul. You know what fills my soul? This is very simple. It's nothing fancy. I absolutely love when the world turns gold every night, at least in the summer, here where I live, northern Canada, it's so beautiful. When the sun starts to set, the grass and the trees, everything just turns to gold. That's my favorite time of day to go out for a walk. I love watching the sky. I love the sky when the sun is setting and just to see the beauty and the artwork in the sky. So simple. And if, I, if I'm running too fast, if I'm moving at the speed of light, I miss it. But every night, just to be able to look up at the sky and see what beauty and art and wonder is up just if I lift my eyes. And I know it sounds silly, and maybe to some of you it is silly, but to me, it fills my soul and it reminds me that there's so much more to life than just my next project or my next social media post or even my next podcast or climbing up the social ladder. It doesn't matter in those moments. They fill my soul. And oftentimes we forget about these things in our mental wellness. And the last thing I want to have us reflect on. So the first one was what brings you joy? Do more of that. Do more of that in your day, even if it's just five minutes. What fuels your soul? Make sure you take moments to do those things and to stop and allow your soul to be filled. And the last one is, is to recognize what has risen from the ashes of your life through the hardships. You know, it was interesting this summer, I spoke at a youth camp, which I find hilarious. I know you can't see me, but I've got gray hair. I am like almost 50. And there I am speaking at a youth camp of 11 to 15 year olds. And I was talking to them about having a hope and a future. And I decided to have an open mic. And I said, do you think that you have a hope for your future? And I said, come on up to the mic, let us know. And one by one, these youth ages 11 to 15 came up to the microphone and said, no, I don't believe there's a hope for my future. Hope disappoints me all the time. Hope is too painful. It lets me down. I, it would be easier just to not expect anything to go well. Well, what an eye opener that was. And for me, I, I actually didn't really know what to say after other than just to listen to them. But the next night I got up and I said, you know, maybe, maybe hope isn't what we are expecting to happen. Maybe hope isn't the, the fact that our expectations are being met. Maybe hope is what's being formed in us through the adversity of life. Maybe hope is what's being formed inside that no one can take away. This whole idea of bravery, for me, it's not a brand. It's not even a trendy word. It's something that has been forged in the fire through the adversities of life. I am brave, came out of the fire. And sometimes if we can look back and we can see the most difficult moments of our lives, or even the times where we felt like we were going through depression or anxiety, we were going through um, mental, mental struggles, emotional struggles, relational struggles, we can often find what was rising from the ashes inside of us in those moments. 
that creates, that creates tenacity, that creates the ability to be resilient. But if you've heard me for five minutes, you know that I think that resilience is a really subpar status quo goal. I mean, if you're still here after two years, after a pandemic, you are resilient, but you can be resilient and miserable. What I would love to move us all towards is this concept of, are you flourishing in life? Are you thriving in life? Well, thriving and flourishing in life does not mean that adversity has not tried to knock you down. It's what has been formed in the fire of your life. And as you rose from that fire, as the ashes are there in your hands, what is there? What is there? Is there bravery? Is there persistence? Is there tenacity? Is there grit? Is there the will, the openness and the ability to overcome incredible odds? What has risen from the ashes of your life? And that creates mental toughness, not, not mental uh, ignoring the, the, the mental struggle, not uh, you know denying, but it creates this mental ability inside that I've overcome incredible odds before and I will overcome again. And I want to speak over your life today. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, I want to speak over your life that you are more of an overcomer than you think you are. You have what it takes to overcome hard things. You can show up when it's hard and you can maybe get knocked down, but you get back up because that's what a brave person does. And I want you to keep being brave. I want you to keep showing up when it's hard. And I want you to recognize, I want you to give yourself some credit when you don't stay down on the ground. And on the days when you've stayed down longer than you thought, but if you get back up, you got back up. I don't want you to think, oh, but I was out for the count for months, or I was laying on the ground. I was on the arena floor and, and my butt was whooped and I, I, didn't, I didn't do well in the, that season. But here's the thing, you're still here and you got up that means you're brave. And so I can't wait to share with you next week more tools of, of what I've noticed about mental wellness that goes beyond the bubble bath. Remember, you are brave. Remember, you're an overcomer. Find the joy, find things that fill your soul. And I promise you, you are going to feel mentally amazing. I'll see you next time.